Jenny Detweiler, and I invite you to come and join me as we take a pause in our busy day and pursue soul care, as we allow our bodies to slow down and our minds to be renewed with goodness, truth, and hope. This is PRN. Pause. Renew. Next. Hi, friends. I'm so glad you've joined me here today. In January and February, we are in a new series all about burnout and weariness. But before we jump into today's episode, let's do a slowdown activity to come away from all the busyness of the day and take a few deep breaths so we can center and reflect better together. So go ahead, take a deep, slow breath. Inhale, then slowly exhale. Again, inhale and exhale. And friends, you do that as many times as you need to in order to feel relaxed. And when you're ready, we'll jump into today's podcast episode. This podcast series is for those of you who are weary. There is a kind of weariness that comes at the end of a busy or physically demanding day. This form of weariness is remedied with a good night's sleep. Then there's the weariness that comes after a long, fulfilling kind of day. You know, like after a holiday when your house is full of people. That kind of weariness leaves one physically tired, but leaves the soul feeling full. Finally, there's the bone-tired exhaustion form of weariness that comes when we have used up everything we have in our reserves. This podcast is for those of you in the third category. As a counselor, I'm sitting regularly with those who are fatigued, anxious, and depressed. Those who are suffering from emotional, mental, and physical depletion. And right now, you guys, that's a lot of the population. We as a people are tired. Many of us find ourselves summoning the energy to do the next thing on our agenda, but with little motivation left with which to accomplish the tasks. Some of us find ourselves canceling our agendas because we haven't been able to summon the energy or the motivation for the activities after all. This is now an all-too-common form of weariness. At the beginning of the pandemic, almost two years ago now, people were filled with anxiety. Then that anxiety turned to irritability. Not that it's not still there. I know we all have our anxious moments. But overall, it's now morphed into a kind of blanketing minor depression. Or another way of thinking that about that is like a lack of energy, a lack of drive, a lack of motivation. This is actually a normal bodily response to long-term stress. We are a people who've used up our energy reserves. We're functioning at lower capacity, still trying to behave as the people we once were, and this disconnect has become our new normal. In fact, I read this year has been dubbed the year of resignation. In other words, we are a people who, thanks to a pandemic and a lot of hard things, are collectively burned out. If you count yourself among those who are walking weary, then this series is for you. And if not, maybe you can learn some good tips along the way anyway to help those around you who are weary or for yourself if you ever need it in the future. In the months of January and February, we'll be talking about burnout, depression, and the winter blues. First, we'll talk about some of the physical and relational reasons and implications, and then we'll spend some time week by week discussing ways that we can take care of ourselves in the midst of a hard season. 
So overall, let's talk about some things that can send us into a darker place, whether that be burnout, depression, or just a season of low energy. Here are a few of the common triggers that do that. Seasonal depression, although, you know, for some people it may not be a clinical thing, but I know I feel a difference in the months of January and February and maybe even into March when everything's dark and there's just not as much light. There's not a lot of color and all of that can contribute to what we call the wintertime blues. That's part of the reason actually that we're doing this series right now. Another trigger that can lead people into a hard place is loss and grief. Any kind of loss, expected or unexpected, can be difficult to deal with. We live in a culture that just doesn't grieve well. Very often, what is labeled depression is really rooted in a type of grief and loss. Now, losses can be a result of death or divorce or something big like that. But you know what? We go through losses all the time that also affect us, like moving, transition, even loss of dreams or expectations. And then there's the trigger that many of us are under right now, long-term stress. In the short term, our bodies manage stress very well. They're equipped to release adrenaline and other stress hormones that allow us to navigate challenges that naturally arise in our lives. However, when stressors are prolonged, like for a year and a half or maybe two years now, right? Then eventually we begin to use up our reserves and we may find ourselves feeling depleted, exhausted, and unmotivated. This worldwide pandemic has created a phenomenon of what we're calling collective trauma in which loss and grief and long-term stress have combined. So many of us are living life differently than we once did. And even though we've in many ways gone back to our old way of life, so much has changed in our relationships, in our churches, in our families, definitely in our schools. And things have changed online. Because the stress has been prolonged, we now have less capacity and bandwidth for the normal stressors that life demands of us. We all need our energy and emotional reserves refilled. The definition of burnout is a state of physical, emotional, or mental exhaustion caused by high amounts of prolonged stress. Usually when people talk about burnout, it's in reference to jobs or careers. And although there are millions suffering from professional burnout at the moment, I think that many of us are now coining the term to refer to other things as well, like school, parenting, even politics. We are a burned out people. If you felt exhausted, unmotivated, sad, anxious, or isolated, then please know that you are not alone. Your circumstances are definitely unique. Only you are walking through what's going on in your life. But know that so many other people are also feeling low right now. But also, I want to remember and remind you that there is hope. Over the coming weeks, we'll talk about simple and practical ways that we can show ourselves and others compassion in the midst of a hard season. Maybe we'll learn a little about psychology and physiology along the way. And most of all, we want to root our hope and healing in Christ. He was called the man of sorrows, and he is a God of the weary. He says, come to me all you who are weary and burdened. He doesn't ask for facades or for false joy. He doesn't ask for strong backs to join his army. No, he came for the downtrodden and the needy. He is gentle and humble in heart. He offers rest for our souls and promises that his burden is light. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30. He came for you, the caregiver in the trenches who feels unnoticed. 
He came for those of you who are doing good and continuing to work hard with seemingly no reward. He sees you, the helpers, those who are tirelessly working in hospitals, those who are caring for husbands or parents whose health is failing, the mental health workers carrying burdens not their own, the mothers and fathers of small children and teenagers, those of you who feel distanced and alone, those who care for loved ones with special needs, and so many others. You, friends, you've not gone unnoticed. This promise is for you. Do not get tired of doing good. You will reap a reward at the proper time if you don't give up. Galatians 6, 9. We serve a God who came to serve us. He bends low to reach the least of these. He is El Roy, the God who sees. So this winter season, I pray that Jesus would meet us in our weariness and that he would refresh our souls. Just as angels met weary shepherds 2,000 years ago, announcing good news for all people, may we remember the good news that Jesus came and is coming again. He is a good Savior. We can trust Him. Even in hard seasons, and especially in our weariness. I look forward to talking more about this with you in the coming weeks, friends. But for now, as we prepare for what comes next in our day, a benediction. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May He make His face to shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up His countenance upon you and give you peace. I'm Jenny Detweiler with PRN. Pause, renew, next. May you be encouraged on your journey with Jesus.